0: Welcome to The Legacy Message, where we apply biblical truths to everyday life. My name is Mila and I'm your host.
1: My Along- name is Roman. There you go. I'm also. <laughs> <laughs> also,
0: you're a host.
1: I'm a host. Yeah. You're the host and I'm the guest, this one. No. Just for fun.
0: <laughs> just for fun. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> just for fun.
0: No, thank you.
1: So this this uh, show, we're gonna talk about young relationships.
0: Young relationships, yeah. And like
1: we talk about applying biblical truth to everyday life, we're gonna bring biblical scripture into what we believe a biblical relationship looks like yeah. and we're gonna talk about how the world and the worldly culture says some weird, wacky stuff that goes against biblical principles.
0: Yeah. Agreed? Agreed.
1: So go ahead, hop in. We got a, a scripture. Let's hop in. You wanna, yeah. you wanna jump off with the scripture?
0: yes absolutely so um you know in in every time we talk about young relationships the first thing that comes to mind to me is songs of solomon Mm -hmm. so in songs of solomon it says three times we're talking about uh songs of solomon 2 7 uh chapter 3 verse 6 verse 5 and again on chapter 8 verse 4 it says do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases another version will say do not arouse or awaken love until its soul desires so it says that three times in songs of solomon now let's be honest here the title says it it's a song right songs right. of solomon
1: it's a song. so is it a love song
0: well if you repeat if you listen to religious songs in general they're all repetitive <laughs>
1: They say the same thing, just same thing ways. over and over.
0: Yeah, but biblically there is an emphasis in that, so yeah. it's not just a, a musical repetition. Um, there is biblical relevance to that as well, and yeah. there's some research that backs it up. But the the writer, what he's saying is wait till it's time yeah. don't fall for puppy love don't try to stir this up in in kids and all of this and i found this article it it was it's really interesting it says um the charge not to awaken love until it pleases is a warning against entering romantic relationships too young. Mm. It is a warning against becoming so desperate to find love that we start looking in all the wrong places. It is a warning against trying to manufacture feelings of love where there were none to begin with. Now, Mm. come on. I'm 33, almost 34. And...
1: Looking twenty
0: three. Oh, thank you. Until and you have
1: braces, then you look thirteen. I know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone thinks I'm a cradle That's when robber. We got married. Yeah, right.
0: we're past that, right? Anyway, <laughs> but um, this this is very valuable because it as you age, you look back, and today I I can look back and I can think, man, I wish I didn't fall for this idea of puppy love, of I'm in love and all of this when I was so young because I did. And it wasn't love. You say something very beautifully. You say love is a
1: choice. love is a choice. Mm-hmm.
0: And and it's it's I love that. I love that about you. Because mm. <laughs> and this is something. So okay, so a lot of women, a lot of people look for love as like the movies or whatever describes, right? This like romance and romance is a part of love. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's a choice. And you choose every day, it's a sacrifice. It it is a sacrifice too, but above it being a sacrifice, it's a choice. We have the choice to not love each other or to love each other Mm -hmm. and to choose love every day. And you also say this very beautifully. <laughs> and I'm just like taking I all your I must be says, a
1: great speaker, maybe. <laughs> I
0: take all all the things you tell me <laughs> and tell other people all the time. I mean, we've been married for a decade, so we've talked about this stuff a lot.
1: My name's Roman, so that means I'm romantic. Romantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so
0: romantic. <laughs> anyway, so you always say not just that, but you, you also say that... Um, you choose you choose me every day mm-hmm. that it's a choice and what's the other thing you say now my mind went blank
1: um wait don't, I don't believe in like the only one yeah like yeah God only sent one out of now eight billion people there's only 8 one eight billion for people you. in the
0: world how do we know we were born in the same generation if there's only one
1: because God's big enough to do it but yeah I don't think that's biblical that there's only one.
0: There's that one, right? You choose, God blesses. I believe in that. You choose, yeah. you choose, God blesses. I think so, what
1: you're, you're getting at is that I say I make you the one by choosing yes. you. Say the that one. again. I make, I choose you to be the one, and that makes you the one for me because I continue to choose you.
0: There you go. I continue to choose you.
1: Thanks, I appreciate it. And
0: that's huge. Yeah, it is. So because I have no doubt in my mind that you. are... Are right for me because you choose me always no matter what right that's another thing we tell each other all the time no matter what that is love yeah you know because this idea of butterflies in your stomach and passion and all of that that is all part of it but that is not all of it right love is i choose you and I make you the one for me. Mm-hmm. I have control of my eyes. I have control of my thoughts and my emotions. Yeah. And because I have control, I shut everything off and I choose you no matter what. Yeah, That is love. Yeah. I think and that's
1: what the world, I guess not just the world, but like a culture. Lot of culture is like, it's all right. I mean, marriage isn't permanent. You could divorce and start over again yeah and try again you're getting better at it or whatever blah blah blah. you're getting
0: better yeah yeah
1: whatever that means maybe but,
0: by the sixth time oh god <laughs> that's so sad but
1: i think the i think the the biggest issue is that people don't know how to hone in their focus hone in their affection like and tune out everything else yeah and prioritize, like, that's a big one, too. You just know, like, in our society, people, they need planners and schedulers and stuff, and some people just naturally don't know how to, like, beeline, which some guys are good at doing that, you know, but, like, people are, it's hard for people to do that, to, like, Well, but not when it comes to love, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think, if anything, guys might struggle a little bit more with that, Mm. right? But, at the end of the day, um, I think that, it all starts from awakening love at a young time and Mm -hmm. what i see as a mom is this and here's like a note for everyone out there i hate it i hate it when anyone approaches my kids and says something to the nature of like
1: oh (laughs) can't wait till he's old enough
0: no i would i would kill someone (laughs) not that (laughs) No, okay. it's not that if someone that would that would be deathly if you talk like to my kids like that no but if someone approaches them and says, "Oh look, oh look this is your little girlfriend or oh, oh you're yeah. gonna marry my kid and it's like to no. me that is, the baby version literally the baby version of awakening love or stirring love because Mm. some some versions say stirring and i think that is the more appropriate way than just awakening it's not about falling in love it's about stirring up this idea of love at a young age and we do that as a society right we see two little two-year-olds a boy and a girl and we're like oh, how cute, you guys are gonna get married. Or two friends may have kids like close in age and they say, oh, we're gonna get them married. It's an arranged, like those little Mm -hmm. jokes. But jokes aside, that puts something in your kid's mind from Mm -hmm. a very early age, right? In your kid's mind. Curiosity. Curiosity. Mm -hmm. Well, what is this? Maybe I should explore this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a six-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, an eight-year-old, even a 10-year-old, exploring the idea of love is a dangerous thing yeah we're talking about kids who do not have maturity to choose what they're going to eat because they'll only choose something that does not nourish their body how would they choose something that emotionally nourishes them right they do not have the capacity to do so and that's why there's adults that surround them or that should surround them right help them and help them through those things.
1: Yeah, I think that's like when it talks about awakening the 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 love before its time or stirring it up before it's time, it's because it's it's signifying that there is a time yeah. and place for it mm-hmm. which is developed through maturity and maturity and learning and developing your brain enough what's the age that like a human brain develops fully it's like 25 or something like that I don't know I think guys are a little delayed and girls are. (laughs) you know look up the stats we're not gonna say it's verbatim but that's what I think it's saying is like you have to mature to a point that you'll be uh, you'll be able to be a proper spouse for your spouse yeah like to be able to say okay I've lived enough life and I know that stuff's not gonna always be perfect yeah it's not gonna always be you know how I think it should be, but I'm willing to bend and adjust to make sure that my spouse is good.
0: absolutely. And we used to say this to the teenagers, we used to say this all the time. So if you're a teenager and you're watching this and you're thinking, well, when should I start dating then? And my, my answer to that is...
1: There's a couple answers.
0: Well, one of them, one of the main ones that we always said is, are you ready to marry this person? in a year or two are you ready is this is this where this relationship is going Mm -hmm. are you dating to with the purpose of marriage of exploring marriage or are you dating just to date yeah and the reason for that is because i think right then and there you will know what your intentions are Mm -hmm. right and a lot of times with 16 year olds 15 year olds 14 year olds when they're trying to date It's because they wanna just date. Nowadays, 20-year-olds date just to date. They know for a fact, and I've had this conversation with some 20-year-olds. Why are you dating such and such? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I just think I like them, whatever. Okay, do you see yourself possibly moving towards marriage with this person? because that's
1: what you should be doing, especially as a believer. And
0: then they say no. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? (laughs) So you've wasted six months of their life and six months of your life. And now one of you will be heartbroken Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or both of you will be heartbroken Mm -hmm. because you're not going to finish this relationship right now. And you already know that it's a dead end. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's selfish. Mm -hmm. That's not even, that's not even selfish. That's, ignorant, Mm -hmm. because selfish would mean you're looking for your own good, but ignorant means you don't even know what's good for you. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to damage yourself.
1: And we'll get into it more about sleeping around and stuff like that in a little bit. Yeah. But we have Genesis 2, verse 24. For this uh, reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Mm -hmm. It didn't say they shall date... Off and on for twenty years, and then maybe they'll find someone. Yeah, said this is going to happen. You are going to leave your family, and you're going to join to your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's the end goal for relationships. Yeah, right. Is that's biblical to 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 date or to court? You know, some churches say court. Yeah, court. <laughs> the, with the intentionality that you're going to get married, just like you're saying, and that's yeah. why we ask that. And you have some. You have we have some people that would be like, well, what do you, I would say, what would your parents say? Uh huh. Oh, they, they don't care. And if that's the situation, then we then we hit them with. Well, you plan on getting married? Yeah. It's like you're 14. What yeah. are you doing? Absolutely. Like you, you need to date someone as bad as I need to go on a trip around the world without my family. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's yeah. It doesn't make sense.
0: But even then, like parents, right? Parents need to step up. For sure. This is something that bothers me a lot. Lots of things bother me a lot. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> this episode it's all coming out but (laughs) this is something that bothers me a lot whenever adults expect their children to act like adults but they don't act like adults Mm -hmm. so i mean we all mess up we all fail yeah but it's different whenever you're like Dealing with a child, a teenager, mm-hmm. and you lose control, you lose your thought, you lose your focus in raising that person to be a good grown up, good human.
1: Because some parents just want to be their friend.
0: Yeah, and protect them.
1: That's not it.
0: You lose focus of protection. And as a society, we see this. I just saw, I just saw, um, Someone that um, friends that I, I'm an acquaintance with mm-hmm. and I have her on Instagram and she is the founder of Treasure Vessel Foundations, which is a safe home for women um, here in Texas. And she posted this picture of, a, I guess it was a drag show or something. Mm. And someone, a little boy, as big as Adonis, like three years old, two, three years old, singing on the microphone and this drag gentleman person is holding the microphone on his crotch so that the little boy can sing and And all of the adults were laughing because it looks like he's the little boy is giving him head Mm. and it's like that is gross but parents who took that little boy in that place in the first place? Shame on them. Parents. Now, now that's a whole different story <sighs> that we're not going to get into today. Hmm. But adults, it is your purpose to protect the children that are in your life. Yep. You need to step up. Yep. You need to step up and protect them. Yep. And if we don't, we are going to lose a whole generation to God knows what. And I think the I'll things that we're being exposed.
1: Because two men cannot reproduce. So you're going to lose. By that purpose alone, if you weed out what it's meant to be a man and a woman, mm-hmm. it's not possible to make more people. Yeah. So the generation is going to be lost because there's going to be all of this not fulfilling the earth. It's going to be impossible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying like we're going to lose our generation's hearts and their minds and they're not mature enough because another thing about maturity is trauma, right? (laughs) Trauma changes the pace that you mature. Trauma Mm. changes, it changes your brain. It literally modifies your brain. So kids that go through trauma, awaken love, heartbreak and all of that, they're not gonna reach that mature level Mm-hmm. When they should say they're mid twenties, whatever it is that it should be, and they are going to just not be healthy adults.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we our generation was like that. Yeah, millennials. We we were like that. Mm-hmm. We were highly unsupervised by hardworking parents, right? Yes. With all the best intentions mm-hmm. in the world to provide for their kids, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, not very present. And we are a generation that very much so awaken love very young. Mm -hmm. That's very common. And so I think that naturally we might either go to either side, right? Either we think that is extremely normal or we're overly protective over that. Mm -hmm. And I think that the right thing is to be overly protective. Mm -hmm. And you talked about you mentioned like premarital sex and stuff like that
1: yeah there's uh, another scripture first corinthians 6:18 flee from sexual immorality every other sin that a person commits is outside the body but the sexual immorality the sexually immoral person sins against his own body yeah so i think a lot of it like when you're it goes back to not awakening love at it until it's you know mature enough you as, as an immature person, you start to look for love, look for fulfillment, and you may find that in someone. And then you may feel like, oh, I feel good about this because they're giving me attention or whatever. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, you can hold hands, so there's more affection involved. And then you go to kiss, and mm-hmm. then you know how that goes, it starts building up and building up more and yeah. more and more. And before you know it, you guys have been sleeping together, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're not married to this person, but the actual, like actual way to what they call consummate a marriage is to uh-huh. sleep together. Yeah. So you are married to this person to some extent but mm-hmm. it's not correct. It's not within the sanctity of marriage. It's outside yeah. of that and I think with, with stirring up love at a young age is happening a lot because there's lack of accountability. Like you said a lack of uh, proper discipleship by the parents mm-hmm. and being in their kids life and not you know I think there's a big thing of parents thinking that they have to be their their kids' friends because you want them to always love and respect them. Yeah. But you have to be their parent and you have to say, you know what, I want you to be able to be open with me even though I know there's gonna be a bunch of stuff you're not gonna talk to me about. Yeah. I want you to be (laughs) able to do it. But at the same time, I'm gonna come and correct you and help you out. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to have a bunch of kids and you're only 16, you know what I mean? And that sort of stuff. So I think that's, that's the beginning of it all is like what you were talking about is awakening love at an early age yeah, and you found something about uh, statistics yeah. so and stuff like that
0: Re- regarding um, regarding sex in general, right? Um, I found this this article on MyWell Clinic, and this is what it says: When we are intimate, chemicals are released in our brains that bond us together. Vasopressin is primarily released in male brains, and oxytocin primarily in females. However. When we bond, then break, bond, then break, we damage our capacity to bond strongly to the next person. It's similar to how sticky a piece of tape is. The first time you apply it to a surface, it bonds strongly. But if you take it off and apply it to another surface, it's less adhesive. Soon, it barely it's barely sticky at all. Researchers found that those who wait to have sex until marriage... Compared to those who don't, report significantly higher relationship satisfaction 20% higher Mm. relationship satisfaction, better communication patterns 12% better communication patterns, less consideration of divorce 22% less consideration of divorce, and better sexual quality 15%. So just Consideration of divorce. Let's just go to that one. 22% less consideration of divorce. 50% of marriages end in divorce. And you remove 22% of those considering it. Then you're left with less than 30% mm-hmm. of marriages considering or hopefully ending in divorce. Mm-hmm. Right? That right there. No one gets married to get a divorce. No yeah. one does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Could you
1: imagine being at the ceremony and like, I can't wait to get divorced. Yeah,
0: know, no one does. Actually, I, I take that back because I've met one person oh, and Lord. she might... She, you know who you are. You might be watching this. <laughs> oh, Lord, <help> <laughs> I love her so much. But she is this, actually... Is this a
1: foreign exchange type deal? No, no. They're exchanging no. to not be foreign anymore? No,
0: no, absolutely not. Okay. She wanted to... Um, actually get divorced. She didn't believe love could last.
1: Oh, right, right. So
0: she got married very young and she's been married and she thought I would never be married to the same person for more than five years. Wow. And I will probably get remarried about ten times in my lifetime. That was her her that was her expectancy as a teenager. Because again, do not awaken love before it's time, right? Because Mm -hmm. what happens is your heart gets broken, it gets broken, it gets broken. So you lose that capacity to bond with someone. So she would say that, and then she got married very young, and she's still married to this day. And she got married way before we did, She's like it's been That's like great. almost 20 years that this girl's married. Good for her. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. And I talked to her. I I mentioned that to her and she's like that was insane. I would never consider divorcing my
1: husband. Wow.
0: It's a, it's crazy to that's me. That's like
1: that's a bad cultural upbringing, probably. Exactly. Bad. I, I mean, societal her parents, influence. Yeah,
0: her parents were still together. It's just the environment, the society, and the experiences of life that she had, more so than like what she saw growing up.
1: Yeah, I've heard stuff like, "How are you going to know that you're going to be compatible sexually with your partner unless you've slept with multiple people?" Yeah. And that analogy of like the sticky thing. Yes. That is that explains a lot. Absolutely. And not to yeah. mention soul ties and what that is and how that all is taken care of after the fact and how you could be free from that and sort sort of stuff. Yeah. It's a huge process, but it's like man, if you knew at a young age what kind of situation you would be in after sleeping with a bunch of people, you you would not you would not even think about doing no, it. No,
0: absolutely. And this idea, so the chemicals released in your brain actually create an infatuation with the object you Mm -hmm. are seeing when you orgasm so with that said with sex the bond and break bond and break it it that's part of the reason why it makes it to where you cannot um, bond Mm -hmm. with anyone or with someone deeply um, as easily as you would should that not have been the situation now um, there's also we we discussed a little bit about porn and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is also involved in sexual immorality, mm-hmm. right? And in, porn in is that not verse. just video for some and, of
1: those people that try to come at us.
0: Yeah, no, it's also there's also lots of, lots uh, of stuff. novels yeah. and books and everything. S- so many things, yeah, erotica. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so the this idea that do not flee from sexual immorality. Sexual immorality is such a broad thing. Mm-hmm. And if you if you sin against your own body, why? Because if you are sexually immoral, you're sleeping with one person the next, you're you're watching porn, you're masturbating, whatever it is, then what's happening is the object of your affection, which is if you're a christian that term right there signifies a lot right mm-hmm, yeah the object of your affection what what you look at with affection
1: what you give your affection what you
0: give your affection to mm-hmm. what what you you're focused on
1: yeah.
0: becomes that which you're looking at mm-hmm. while you orgasm so obviously repetition right does that as well so if this is something that's happening all the time you're sleeping with someone you're breaking you're watching porn you're masturbating in god knows where looking at different things what happens is when you come to connect with your spouse in that way it cannot happen so easily Hmm. and then you think i see this in mom's groups Uh all over the place Like so many, so many times I see women talk about this. Now that Facebook came out with the anonymous post, ooh, you should see some of the things moms post. Um, But I see this a lot and it breaks my heart, the women saying, hey, I do not feel connected to my spouse. Mm. And we've been married for two years. When we dated, it was great, but now that we're married we're not connecting sexually, I don't feel um, his love for me, her love for me, or whatever the case may be. And it's sad, and a a big part of it, according to this research, is highly likely because of awakening love, awakening sexuality, sexual intercourse, um, before it's time.
1: Yeah, in that situation with the spouses talking like that, that could be a whole can of worms. Yeah. Like maybe at at the beginning of their relationship, they were affectionate towards each other. They're watching porn on their own time. Yeah. And then something happens and they start doing it more and watching porn more. And then they try to be intimate with each other and their affection has been locked on something else, someone else. Yeah. And now they feel a disconnect because that's exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. And then but bringing it back to awakening love from a young age, right? I uh I grew up in Miami and my high school was huge. I think we were almost 1500 in our graduating class. Wow. And um but our our middle school was chaos. Our high school was chaos, but our middle school was where the dirt really happened, which is crazy. <laughs> middle schoolers there was when i was a senior in high school there was a chlamydia outbreak Mm. in our middle school in our middle school not the high school so that right there parents if you think your kids are not watching porn are not sexually active figuring
1: out what sexuality are not is. figuring out
0: what it is and you're avoiding those conversations you have been I fooled. guarantee you you are too late Yep, I guarantee you you are too late someone else with much less maturity has Come already on. pulled their their ears and has already,
1: already removed the veil
0: removed the veil and introduced them to something mm-hmm. that should have been introduced by you mm-hmm. and so um, and the if, safety
1: of your own household and the safety
0: of your family yeah. and, and so to the young people out there awakening love awaken, stirring love I'm not going to say awakening because I, I do like the term stirring better this idea yeah. that you're just messing with it you're just yeah, you're playing with it you're it getting, getting it going. ready to go maybe just testing the waters practice makes it perfect all of this mm-hmm. from a young time according to research it's it it's counterintuitive it's actually backwards mm-hmm. right because you do that the more heartbroken you are when you meet your spouse the more broken your relationship will be mm-hmm. and you do not want to enter a marriage broken
1: mm-hmm.
0: right you want to enter it whole and pure and ready to make it work ready to choose you yep. every day no matter what ready to make you the one for me every day no matter what mm-hmm. That's how you wanna enter a marriage. Yep. And so.
1: That's good. Yeah. What if we, uh, I'm thinking we're, we're about out of time. Let's, let's think of a couple of practical tips mm-hmm. for young relationships for people. Yeah. Um, I can think of one. Be accountable. <laughs> okay. What that means uh, for me would be find someone. Uh, maybe if you're in church, find a leader. Uh, find an older someone that you could just say, Hey, keep me accountable and ask me how this is going. That way I know that I'm not trying to hide something. Yeah. If you are getting into a relationship, mm-hmm. I would say bare uh, extreme version. Don't date until you're out of college. Yeah. <laughs> or going out of college. Yeah. Go ahead. You can get some practicals.
0: Well, well, here's the practical about that though, to, to expand on that out of college thing. If you start dating someone before you decide what college you're going to go to, if you're going to go to college, what state you're going to move to, where are you going to try to set roots, guess what? You're going to make a relationship based. You're going to make your decision based on that person. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make that decision. Yeah. You're not going to make that decision based on you and your goals and how your upbringing and all of that Mm. and chances are if you do go separate ways you're gonna meet someone else way more mature way more interesting and without the teenage baggage that Uh you two brought and so or you may
1: be pulled away from wherever you go because you're drawn to that other person
0: exactly exactly and so give us some practicals another practical is um just ask yourself am i ready to marry this person In 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 one year two years you know first of all if you don't know how to pay bills oh lord the answer is no if your mama is not paying your bills he yeah, was not ready. Well, some young people work and they might pay their own personal bills, but yeah. if you if you cannot explain to me what a mortgage is, <laughs> what what rent is, then how are you gonna put a roof over your head? Yeah, like, yeah. What are you thinking? So if you're not ready to marry this person, now here's the thing: when you enter a relationship when you start dating someone even even after like okay you go on one date with one person with a person you already know right then and there is there potential for this to grow mm-hmm. or not yeah. that's what i mean okay there's potential to grow but i would never marry this person yeah those are two different things and yeah. they can coexist they do coexist so if the answer is no, I would not marry this person. No, I am not ready to get married in one or two years. Mm-hmm. You know, then don't do it. Because guess what? You're going to want to drive. You're going to need a driver's license, right? You're going to want to have sex. You're going to need a marriage license. Okay, or come on you're going to go ahead and have sex. Without and then you're going to get in a whole sticky situation of a sticky yeah. tape that doesn't yeah. stick you're no more. You lose your
1: stickiness. Yeah. <laughs> That's huge yeah well that was good let's pray and then we'll jump off yeah uh you want me to do it yeah go ahead all right god we just thank you so much for who you are in our lives and just even showing us the way to live a mature life a a life that is after you more than anything and god i ask that you help those that are tuned into this lord whatever situation they're going in maybe they they are in a relationship maybe they're looking for a relationship whatever the case may be god would you actually uh, begin to work in their life and begin to show them Mm -hmm. the exact path that they need to take in order to be in in your perfect will and we ask god that um you even just bring restoration for those that have gone through crazy relationships and are dealing with soul ties and dealing with all sorts of other issues god would you just break into their heart break into their life and begin to that healing process god and make them into a person that is going to be ready to to be with another with a spouse for the rest of their life that the both of them can actually further your kingdom and always give you glory in their relationship we love you we thank you jesus name amen amen Appreciate it, Mila. That was good. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all got some some good content out of this that you can yeah. apply to your life.
0: You're a great guest.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs> Maybe you could be a guest next week.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. See you later. Bye. Bye.